0: And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn.
1: Welcome to Hour 2, Backbone Radio, December 17th, 2023. Oh, the glory of it all. So glad you are on board. Thanks for the text to studio for the wonderful phone conversations we are so privileged to have during this Christmas season And yeah, Trump in New Hampshire, yesterday, the crowd chanting, USA, USA. USA, 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 USA. We're 11 months away from the election, and this massive crowd comes out in New Hampshire, and there's, like, not even very many people that live in New Hampshire. So it must have been most of New Hampshire is, like, in this rally crowd auditorium for Trump. And, uh, yeah, 11 months out. (laughs) Let's see a crowd for Nikki like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will see. uh, You're going to see some poll data that has Nikki rising and DeSantis falling. But um, everything I can tell, we are on the glide path here folks we're getting the momentum and we've got the cool let's keep this going now Roger Stone has been a longtime ally of Donald Trump and he's written a lot of books he used to work in the Nixon administration he's worked i believe he worked with the Ford and Reagan administrations as well a very smart guy who knows an awful lot about American politics and history, and yes, the establishment has done everything they can possibly do to try to throw that guy into the gulag and I believe yes, he had the FBI no- knock raid on his domicile, did Roger Stone back in the day. See if you're a threat to the regime, man, they want to throw you in that gulag you gotta you gotta be a nice boy, you gotta be a good boy, you gotta behave you got to support the regime. And if you don't do that, Roger, we're going to have to raid your domicile. We're going to have to throw you in the gulag. See, that's the whole point, you see. Rudy Giuliani, people like that, if you're not a good boy, and if you don't support the pillars of establishment power, if you don't really just suck up to the regime, if you become a threat to the regime... If you become a threat to the Stalinists running the regime, well, it's off to the gulag for you. You see how that works? But Roger Stone said something that I just caught earlier today that I think is very significant and I think it is quite true. Here we go with Roger Stone.
2: Rare times in American history when the future of the country, when the future of our democratic republic lies on one man. It was true of George Washington, it was true of Abraham Lincoln, and today it is true of Donald Trump.
1: It's Roger Stone speaking at TPUSA the Charlie Kirk organization and boy they had some really fine speakers there and I'm really impressed increasingly so with what Charlie Kirk is saying you hear him right here at 710 K N U S weekdays the future and the fate of the United States of America has on occasion depended on one solitary individual You read David McCullough's book, 1776, my favorite all-time book of nonfiction. It will tell you how the fate of America rested on George Washington. My gosh, and it was hanging by a thread. Thank God we had George Washington in 1776. He talked about Abraham Lincoln in that little clip did Roger Stone, and he goes on to mention Donald Trump now, today, in the present moment. And a lot of people will like to get cynical, about oh, whatever, yeah, whatever. But guess what? There is no other figure out there that comes to even a percentage point, a single-digit percentage point of what Trump's capacities are and skills are and talents are and knowledge base is and affection from the public and familiarity with the public nobody's even close and this is a time again where we're deciding you know 2024 the decision is do you want to have freedom or do you want to have gulags do you want to have the deep state running the show or do you want to have the american people themselves running the show let's just hear that one more time i think this is this is something to think about and the people who get you know who want to who want to poke this down come on give me a break folks do you want to do you want to save this place or not? Do you want to get practical about saving this place or not? Do you want the gulags or not? That is the choice. Trump or gulags.
2: Rare times in American history when the future of the country, when the future of our democratic republic lies on one man. It was true of George Washington. It was true of abraham lincoln and today it is true of donald trump
1: and ladies and gentlemen you step back you abstract a little bit out of this present moment and all of the noise and all of the chaos and all of the words and all of the power packed loaded words and all of the brainwashed commentators out there who want you to be a good boy and support the regime and support those pillars of power and if you do not do if you're naughty if you're naughty these people want to help throw you in the gulag yeah a lot of these commentators out there that's what they want they want other commentators in the gulag if they don't support the regime strongly enough and roger stone boy he has not been terribly supportive of the regime of the biden regime of the obama regime of the administrative state, of the bureaucrats behind the curtains. And he's had the full treatment, has Roger Stone, as has Trump. He's had Mar-a-Lago raided. He's had his mug shot. You see these people. And it's so easy to just say this, you know. That's what the Soviets always said and the Stalinists always said. Well, see, we are the noble regime, and we um, are saving you, and we are making life better for you. And these people that we have to throw in the gulags, well, it's because they're a— a threat to the regime. They're a a threat to our goodness. They're a threat to national security. Don't you love it when they get on national security? The people behind the curtain, they say, oh, we can't let that out because that's a threat to national security. We can't let Trump say this stuff. We can't let Roger Stone say this stuff because that's a threat to national security. They always love to fall back on that when they control it and they've got the surveillance state and they just got the 702s. Re-up from Rhino Speaker Johnson. Gosh, what a waste. That guy. More surveillance state. The rhinos reward the surveillance state with more money and more power in this last NDAA, National Defense Appropriation Act. Good job, people. You watch the raid on Mar-a-Lago, and you watch the mugshot, and you watch the early morning no-knock raids on people like Roger Stone, and you're going to reward them. Good job, people. You see why nothing ever gets done, why nothing ever happens. And well, you know, we, we know the whys of all this, right? Who has the leverage? Who has the blackmail potential? But practically speaking, okay, you can be a dilettante and you can find fault with Trump and like, look at his imperfections and the things that maybe he's done wrong here and there. You can get off on that if you want to live in the gulag. You can, you can go there. You can spend your time on that. You can try to fluff up someone like a Nikki Haley or a Ron DeSantis, people that have no talent, no connection with the voters, completely tied at the hip to the power politics establishment, the globalists, the big donors. You you could try to fluff them up if you want, and if you want to, live in the gulag. Or you can kind of get to the point and face the real kernel of the stakes for 2024. You got to see these stakes. You know, it's 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 Trump or gulags, it's freedom or gulags, it's the American people run the show, or the unelected, the behind the curtains people, the Stalinists run the show. It's, it's your your choice, really. I mean, we're, we're, you know, what do you want to do? What 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 sounds like the most fun to you? Be right back.
0: Smartphone or a smart speaker used to all sub and tell G N U X Death of Glory becomes another story
1: Death or glory, sing Social D, Mike Ness. Yeah, you know, you never get out of the fight. And if you do, well, you're just going to let yourself get rolled a little easier. Some people are wired that way. That's what they want to do. Or they want to undermine the people who are out there in the ring doing the fighting for them. You know, but hey, that's it's it. up to everybody what they want to do. Roger Stone, by the way, we interviewed him some years ago around here at Backbone Radio, had a wonderful conversation, got a few of his books. Um, the deep state is feeling a sense of checkmate. And again, I talk about what a trajectory we, we are on. 2024 looks excellent. All the poll data, all the national mood, and I have very sensitive antennae out there piercing the national mood and i like what i'm seeing i like what i'm sensing and i see the desperation in the commentators and the desperation from the mark elias of the world who are saying oh no trump's gonna overthrow our democracy as he wets the bed again for the fifth time of the day um you know i like what i'm seeing but yes, there is that deep state out there. And yes, they can pull every stunt in the book. They have all kinds of tricks up their sleeves and they will deploy them because they think Trump's an existential threat to their existence and to their their own prosperity and to their power. And they don't want to be found out for all the awful things that they have been doing over the years. And they're worried that might happen. And you always worry that, you know... um. They could assassinate Trump. They could throw out another virus. I mean, there's all kinds of things they could do. But yet, I don't want people to run around. You're seeing all these people look so intimidated by the deep state. You say, oh, no, what is the deep state going to do? Because if they don't change the status quo, then Trump's going to win, and they can't let that happen. And these are all powerful people behind the curtain. Just remember, it's a fringe bunch of lunatics back there, incompetent at governing anything like an economy or the world or a foreign policy or domestic policy, but they're good at the tricks. You've got to give them that. They're good at the manipulations, and they want to throw Trump in jail, in prison, before the election. And, um, but it's all back. We're at the point where it's all backfiring on them. The mugshot backfires. If they throw Trump in jail, that's going to backfire. If they assassinate Trump, that's going to be the end of this damn republic. If they go there, and the thing about it is, is everybody will know who did it. These people have unmasked themselves. Tucker Carlson was saying this the other day, you know, it's like at the end of a Scooby-Doo episode, you know, you, you pull off the mask and you say, oh, Mr. Wiesner, oh, you were the bad, you were that evil ghost. See, they've already unmasked themselves. They've been doing it for eight years. And so if anything happens, people are going to know who is behind it. They'll have some excuse. They'll have some other thing. And I hate to talk about this topic, but I think they're kind of checkmated. And part of the checkmate is that the effectiveness of their stunts, the effectiveness of their hoaxes, the effectiveness of their rhetoric is less and less so. They're at that point of diminishing returns that the economists will tell you all about. Where in 2016, you could say, oh, Trump's going to be a dictator. But then you say it in 2024 and then people are like, he was already president and we had peace and prosperity. He wasn't a dictator. Buzz off, dude. What the heck's the matter with you? The dictator is Biden, who's trying to arrest his political opponent. The dictator is Biden. You know, they're trying to censor everybody on Twitter, Facebook, social media. Yeah, the censorship industrial complex, the gulag people. You see? And they're in a bad position because there's four years of hard evidence of Biden screwing the pooch on this nation. <laughs> so I think that's part of the checkmate, is that the deep state can pull whatever stunt they want. You know, another virus comes along and what the first thing people are going to think? Oh, they, they brought out another virus. Oh, they, they did it that last time. You see, I think they're sensing that. I think that they're starting to prepare for Trump being president again in 2024. Ladies and gentlemen, I think they're seeing the writing on the wall. I think their antennae are out there vibrating and realizing they've lost the country, they've lost the mood, that nothing is going right for them, and all the stunts they've been pulling are just no longer very effective. And Trump is meeting them head on, head on, plowing through them, one after another, one legal stunt one j6 stunt after another plowing right through them they may have met their match but what will they come up with i don't know you know we'll see and there's all kinds of dilettante commentators out there that want to want to try to make it so we end up in the gulag because somehow they think it benefits them and somehow they think they're smarter if they can engineer us to live in the gulag (laughs) you know the type Anyway, let's be saying some hellos. Joe in Arvada. Howdy.
3: Hi, Matt. Boy, are you spot on tonight. The, the thing that we have to guard against is making it clear that even though it is Donald Trump that's carrying the message, it's not just Donald Trump that is carrying the message. And, it, it, and what I mean by that is MAGA, Make America Great Again. Is or America first is the embodiment of what what we're about. We're done with this other countries first, you know, before America. Let's fund Ukraine, but let our southern border go to the, you know, what the 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 idea that we would put in a Nikki Haley is the antithesis of MAGA. The the idea. The idea that we need to convey is that there's another messenger waiting in the wings, like Tucker Carlson. See, the thing is, is Tucker Carlson isn't a politician, even though I, I like, uh, uh, what is her name from South D- uh, Dakota? Um, uh, um, Christy.
1: Uh,
3: Christy Nome. No, Christy that one. Yeah, I, I like Christy Nome. But she's a political creature. Exactly. And I, I'm very, very worried that if we get another politician in there, they're just going to flip over. Like, Agreed. Yeah, Mike Pence. But the, without Trump the as
1: the figurehead, without Trump, you can't really have an effective MAGA. And the deep state makes sure that if there's any surrogate Trumps out there that like your Tucker Carlson, will you get fired from Fox News? you Rudy Giuliani, and man, you get fined 148 million or whatever the heck they did. You know, um, they go around and they make life utter pain and hell for anybody who's a big figurehead in the MAGA orbit. But see, at some point, they're going to be running out of the ability to do that, and Tucker is bouncing back stronger than ever before. You see,
3: I I'm with you all the way. That uh, my my second choice would be. Kerry Lake, see you. Can, uh, even though I, I realize he's running for Senate, yeah. The uh, the here's the thing, you you have to have somebody that they're afraid of. See, they <laughs> are afraid of Trump because they know he they, he's coming after the deep state. They know it. They yep. know that he's going to out them. The corpses are coming out of the closet. The here's the thing. If they don't have a Tucker or a Kerry Lake, somebody who's not of their ilk, then we're in trouble. If we put it, if they, if they get a, you know, like, like with Ronald Reagan, he had to bow down and let Gerald Ford get on the ticket. You it mean the Bush, same thing.
1: George Bush. Um,
3: well, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, oh, I see, right.
1: 76, yeah, but, but you're right, uh, Reagan see the establishment got the bushes in there and that screwed That's america right. so badly it just ticks yeah. me off thinking about it with the bushes and their legacy awful yeah awful people exactly i kid you not exactly. you look into what they did man
3: yeah, yeah. no yeah, more can't have a book no more no pences more bushes. No, no more pences yeah no, no nikki more pences no more nikki no way amen right on joe yeah.
0: Listen to podcast of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com.
1: The season with Weezer this evening. Hark, the herald angel sings. Little song about an angel named Harold. Yeah, not Gabriel. Harold. At any rate, hope you're in the spirit. And I'm not sure if we'll be doing a Christmas Eve show this year, or even the New Year's Eve show this year. So we'll see. If I get to be around, I love doing those shows. But, boy, sometimes the Sundays really fall right on the holidays. So I'll be updating on Twitter. Hope you guys are all following at Backbone Radio on Twitter, subscribing to the podcast. Man, we lay it down. Those podcasts, they get action all over the world. We just love that. Kind of of fun for a guy who works on teeth all day. A dentist all week long, been at it for 20 years, got my brand new practice, my dream practice in Centennial. Feel free to check in or drop by sometime, 303-225-7575, the new Matt Dunn dental practice. Oh yeah, we do very good work and we've been at it for a very long time, may I say, with a lot of focus and discipline and care and love. At any rate, you sit back and you wonder about uh, traitor power. And this is something you think about is we're just talking to Collar Joe and it popped into my head. You know, how come you see so many people end up backstabbing Trump? Why so many backstabbers? Why the bill bars, right? Why um, the Ron DeSantis's? Trump built that guy. DeSantis became governor of Florida only because of DeSantis. Desantis spent years aping and mimicking Trump, <laughs> and then the backstab comes out. Nikki Haley said she was never going to run against Trump ever, and then of course she does it, and she's trying to pull a gentler backstab and say, "Well, yeah, Trump was good back in his day, but uh, I'm going to be better now." Mike Pence, I mean, the ultimate backstabber. These people, what, what, what is it? What is the power? that makes these people become backstabbers. And that's where I would tend to look behind the scenes at some kind of leverage being exerted upon them, potentially by the surveillance state, potentially by money, money people. Perhaps you get paid well if you backstab Trump. And you get told, if you backstab Trump, that's your pathway to power, that's your pathway to career enhancement and career growth and maybe they buy it. Someone like a Ken Buck. You know, you have to wonder, like, just say these people are getting paid off to be the backstabbers. I mean, say Pence somehow comes out well financially if he backstabs Trump, right? Say DeSantis does somehow come out financially well. And I guess he's pretty financially not good, apparently. Um, Say Ken Buck gets paid off somehow or gets the CNN gig or something. They give him some perk Say Nikki Haley gets on another military-industrial complex board like the Boeing one she's been on. Just say. But isn't there some room for self-respect in there somewhere? Like Pence walks out, he drops out of the race at like 2% support. How can you respect yourself as a man if you go out, you backstab Donald Trump, you backstab putting America first, and you get humiliated? in front of the United States, in front of the world. And you have to deal with people who despise you, voters who despise your very being all the time. He puts something on Twitter, and it's just an avalanche of negative responses to what he says. Same thing now with DeSantis. Same thing with Nikki Haley. Ken Buck, I mean, what a nightmare they must be living in in that congressional office. The constant calls and the texts and the Twitter responses just hammering these people from the American people, Republican voters who they just want to put America first. They just want to save this place. They're tired of watching this place be destroyed. They're tired of all of the nonsense, all of the sickness, all of the freak jobs running the show. What makes them do it? And don't you think at some point they would have more self-respect? I mean, Pence. If he would have come out there and said, yeah, Trump is a great job and, yeah, I'm running, you know, but, uh, but he, he was great. Uh, he would have done so much better in the polls. Same with the Santas. <laughs> but they have to backstab. And I don't know. Are they, like, forced into it? Does somebody have leverage on them or some sort of surveillance property on them that they have to do? They're controlled by other entities in some way or another. Or are they bought and sold and paid for and they just want the money? And they somehow think that if they get some millions of dollars, that that's worth it to lose all self-respect and all dignity before the world, like forevermore. Do you ever wonder these things? And I, I I do wonder these things. And again, Trump's the guy that they they can't blackmail. They can't get him to knuckle under. they They can't somehow seem to do it. And, you know, speaking of another traitor... I mean why why are there the Paul Ryan's of the world? I mean, pe- people despise Paul Ryan. Nobody likes this guy, and he goes out and says stuff like this. Historically speaking, all of his tendencies are, you know, basically where
4: narcissism takes him, which is whatever makes him popular or makes him feel good at any given moment. And he and he doesn't think in in, in classical liberal conservative terms, he thinks in in an authoritarian way. And he's been able to get a, a, a big chunk of the Republican base to follow him because...
1: Yeah, and Paul Ryan has no chunk of the Republican base. Paul Ryan shows no courage because he just goes along, again, with the forever wars and the America last crap all the time. He takes no courage to do what Paul Ryan's doing. And he's paid handsomely, I'm sure, for doing what he's doing, but he is despised. And there he is saying that Trump's an authoritarian and Trump's a narcissist. Trump... In his presidency, (laughs) the authoritarians in the deep state going after him, making up hoaxes after him, impeaching him for what Biden's crimes actually were. All the peace and the prosperity. And there's Paul Ryan. All he can do is backstab Trump. I mean, what? And nobody likes these people. It it, it is. It's weird. But I tell you, that's how, you know, there's some death star out there. There's some sucking sound power behind-the-scenes doing this, and they're either rewarded financially or they've got some kind of unfortunate leverage upon them that they do not have the character and the courage to withstand. That's my take. Kind of embarrassing, yeah? That's the world we live in. Men without chests. C.S. Lewis nailed it. Men without chests. The abolition of man. How long can a civilization survive with men without chests? Like Paul Ryan Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, Ken Bucks out there. How long? Yeah, it is lucky. And as Roger Stone said, the fate of this country does hang around the shoulders of Donald Trump right now, like it did with George Washington back in 1776. Make no mistake. Get to the point. See it. Figure it out. Let's move. Jim in Denver checking in. Jim, glad you could drop in. What's on your mind, sir?
5: Oh, well, I just wanted to mention that uh, it's always a pleasure to hear Brian because, you know, if Trump somehow drops out, I, I would vote for Brian for president. Because, Brian and Arvada, me too. <laughs> he's, got, he's got amazing insight and common sense that, well, most people don't have anymore, I guess. Seems like so, it's in Brian, short supply. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm curious about what you think about the um, open border. Not a
1: huge fan of it. And by the way, Jim, your your voice just now. I just now remember having had some chats with you over the years, and I'll just tell you, it's great to hear your voice again. And so, uh, you got you got to be closer with us, sir. Um, but you know, I'm not. Well, a, I'd
5: like to, but I I just don't want to impede on your uh, conversation when I don't feel that I don't. You only add,
1: know. you yeah. only add, sir, but the open border, obviously, the the rhinos and the Democrat power establishment, that's what they want. The ruling class wants the wide open border, but they know it's unpopular, so they, they're dishonest about it, and they deny that it's actually wide open, but it is. And after Israel gets attacked, it looks even worse, you know, how many terrorists have come across this border. And Anyway, they don't care. It's America last. But you have a thought on that?
5: Well, I just think it's frightening, because... Uh, you mentioned the terrorism. You know, not only the fear of some sort of attack that could be, you know, they just sit and wait. They don't, they don't, you know, come in and start attacking people. They sit and wait in their cells and they'll attack five cities at once or something. It's it's scary, but, you know, not only that, but economically, the impact on Oh, Social Security, yeah. the Medicare, the welfare. It's going to be devastating, and these people hate the United States.
1: They're trying to destroy the United, the United States. States. Exactly. And anybody who it's, wants to save the United States, they try to destroy. As in, Donald Trump.
5: It's, it's scary, but long live Donald Trump.
1: I agree totally, sir. And we got to get to the point and see it and try try to unify and... Jim, great, great hearing your voice, sir. Again, check back in. We love it when you can do that.
0: Backball Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader. News Talk 710, KNUS.
1: that I somewhat recently just came across and Dion has a few good tunes out there that are like really good that somehow you just don't hear all that often and you're going to like how they blend all those tenors and all those voices in kudos to Dion, the drip drop tune Matt Dunn, Backbone Radio bringing the heat And I just love it when morons like Paul Ryan come out there and say, oh, Trump's a narcissist and Trump's an authoritarian. (laughs) Remember Paul Ryan when he was like running for the vice presidency and strutting around and talking about, yeah, and I run marathons. Oh, is that narcissism? You're a marathon runner. And what was the P90 workout he liked to talk about? Yeah, Paul Ryan likes to talk about how he's a big workout kind of guy. He's really fit and really in shape, and he runs – that is narcissism, folks. And they love to project that trait of their own onto other people. And again, it would be so easy for Trump to just go along, go along with the deep state, go along with the big donors – and do whatever they want him to do. It would be so much easier for him to do that, and to put America last. That's what takes no courage for politicians to do in this country is to put America last, because that's where the money is. That's where the globalist money is. Yeah, but they they always say they always point the finger, you know. And um, sometimes you just have to respond a little bit. And I was talking about how someone like Rudy Giuliani needs to be a good boy and support the regime and support the pillars of establishment power. The more nervous the establishment gets, the more they want to make an example out of the J6ers, the more they want to make an example out of the 2020 election deniers. You know, you can't deny this stuff. Of course, they did it on the Russia-Russia stuff for all those years, trying to undermine Trump, but you can't do it now, right? You see, you see how this works. If you do anything that threatens the establishment pillars of power, if you become a threat to the regime, well, you're going to have to go to the gulag. And of course, I mean, we just watched that whole Russia hoax for all those years, my gosh. And then they flip on a dime. Anyway... And some people somehow just don't get that. It's it's so odd. At any rate, Vivek Ramaswamy gave CNN a good dose of J6 truth. And watch how in, CNN, in this clip CNN tries to shut them up. See, they can't even let you say it. They can't let you even voice the words because it's a pillar of establishment power. And they really want their power. And they can't let anybody say this stuff. You have to support the regime vivek let's just hear a bit of this and just you know let vivek say it tell me what you think you use the phrase inside job
6: to describe what happened on january 6th the next day Capitol rioter alan hosteler uh highlighted your comments at his sentencing he is going to prison for 11 years hosteler uh threatened members of congress he brought a hatchet knives pepper spray sun batons, tactical gear to the U.S. Capitol. Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in
4: court? So here's my concern, Abby, and I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened, if you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media, but was focused on my world of developing medicines. If you had told me that January 6th was in any way an inside job, the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false, by fifty-one CIA experts and otherwise, before we now know that it was true, you can go straight down the list: the Trump-Russia disinformation, collusion, hoax, all of it. Now we come to January sixth. The reality is, we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think it's Mr. shameful. If, if I may finish this answer. Well, let this me just. Is, I, I, really I'm going I'm to go ahead and
6: interrupt you here because, because you're I know saying this, that there the establishment were, doesn't approve of this message. I know that there this, were federal we should agents. should be able to talk about. This. You're saying that there were federal agents. This is, this agents is important in Cal. to talk about. You were saying there were federal agents in the PAD on on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents
4: in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why, before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none. They just couldn't so say how many there were. So you're saying
6: that you have not seen evid- any evidence that there, there were. So we've seen multiple
4: informants suggesting that there we were. We know people were FBI informants who so were asking. Is to, there to, any to, evidence? May I just finish this come back and question let me
6: clarify. I know this is
4: very uncomfortable for you. I'm going
6: to clarify my question. I know this is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to
4: do the truth here. I'm going to clarify my question
6: because I want to make sure that you understand what I'm asking. I understand this. And I told you, I was where working three years the, ago. I'm where not where there now. Where is the evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had applied so an inside I, job? But no, no I'm, job is, I'm not going to an inside job. I'm not going to not violence respect. on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that. mouth.
4: I'm going to put my words in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you what what Where I mean by that. Where is the that. evidence entrapment. that the government was involved entrapment. in entrapment,
6: planning, or executing okay. January
4: 6th? Where so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know yep. this is going to be a little uncomfortable, but we're going to we're, we're going to go through this, and you can and you can you can push Just back on it for after the that. evidence, and you can push back on that. And let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting? Tear gas into that crowd. You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing Mr. people in again, right through the front door. The vast door. majority I mean, of that the footage should have been released
6: before Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority of the footage shows police officers being overpowered by violence riders. I'm going to give you hard. I'm going to be some hard facts. of it So what? Here's what. Entrapment you can't cherry is. pick. Here's,
4: I'm not cherry picking. i cannot finish. You cannot finish. I'm not cherry picking
6: examples. To the contrary. To the country, you, you know cherry-picked cherry pick you know cherry the, the government did? The government cherry-picked
4: 12 hours of footage when there was 200 hours of footage. Cherry-picking was the government, not me. Release so, the whole thing. And let me, let me just finish one thing, too, because this is super important as a topic. So when you, I think this is a civil libertarian issue of our time. When Gretchen we talking, Whitmer's kidnapping. I want to be really clear on this because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial. Because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, planned something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to, ...who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000. FBI agents... Putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was entrapment. Fourteen. Same thing with the Capitol Police. People Mr. letting them in freely. Many of those people Ms. then Mr. Being charged. Ramaswamy, look, The government cannot I, put you up to I do something and then Mr. charge Ramaswamy. you. For it. That's wrong.
6: I don't want to have wrong.
1: to. And I wanted to play that whole clip just so you get the picture. That's an effective tutorial from Vivek Ramaswamy on J6 and on the Gretchen Whitmer FBI entrapment. Do you get the picture? And do you see how. She needed to interrupt him. She couldn't let him speak when he started talking about federal agents in there on J6. <laughs> which the government has never admitted how many there were in there. And, you know, you need to know this stuff. When, but you got to support the regime. you you got to support these pillars of establishment power. J6 2020. you got to support that. you got to be a good boy. Be a good boy.